Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery. I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Micah Ball. How you doing, Micah? I'm great. How are you, Ray? I am doing good. I wanted to uh, bring you on the podcast to learn about our youth employment services and uh, how we're helping uh, children, you know, high school students, you know, find employment and to actually provide them with that work experience that's uh, very much needed. So, Micah, uh, how long have you been here at uh, Bob Enterprises? Um, I've been at Bosma for about two and a half years now. Okay. And what is your role at, uh, at our organization? I am our youth employment specialist, uh, which means that I get the pleasure of working with students uh, most of the time. I have students who are anywhere from the ages of 14 to 22, and we work on career exploration and helping them to figure out what's next for them after high school. Why, uh, why, why do you feel it's important for us to uh, start working with children at a younger age? I think it's important for students to start to think about employment before it happens to them, right? right. Um, whenever you're younger, a lot of times you see your parents go to work and, and people talk to you about what do you want to be when you grow up? And sometimes that happens for our blind and visually impaired students, but sometimes it doesn't. And so sometimes it's helpful for them to have some focused learning about employment opportunities and how they as blind and visually impaired people can contribute to society through employment. Um, and some of that information is really best given through uh, through our services and through programs that we offer. And it's not always something that is just talked about or picked up for them in the way that it would be for sighted students. Because, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes, you know, as, as young adults, as we know, as uh, adults, there's a 70% unemployment rate. So I can imagine a uh, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old with a visual impairment trying to, you know, get a job of what obstacles they're going to face. So what obstacles do they face from employers when they, you know, trying to find like a summer job or just that work experience? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think, first of all, they face some of the same obstacles as their sighted peers and that it's difficult sometimes as a teenager to get that first job. Maybe they don't have experience on their resume or they don't have great interviewing skills or they're just not sure exactly how to go about getting a job at a, you know, a McDonald's or a Dairy Queen or a food service, you know, those, those first teenage jobs. So they have those challenges. Um, and then on top of that, they have the misconceptions that employers and society has of blind folks at, at large. And that is that um, when a blind teenager walks in the door and says, hey, I want to work here and I um, will contribute to your team and be an asset, there's always those questions about, well, how are you going to do this? And, and how are you going to do that? And are, can you even get here? Um, and so those are some of the specialized or specific barriers that our, our population faces. And sometimes as teenagers, uh, they just need a little bit of extra support in figuring out how to navigate that. So talk to me about like, you know, having a mentor that young and say seeing an individual who is blind actually, you know, doing the job that you may want to do one day or just even just working in general. How important is that? Yeah, that's critical. Um, and that's one of the components of our program that I think I'm most proud of is that we try to expose our students to blind and visually impaired people that are doing just what they want to do so that they can ask those questions. Um, you know, how, how do you get to work as a blind person? What transportation options do you use? How did you talk to your employer about needing assistive technology? Um, how did you find the restroom on your first day at, at work? Uh, these are all questions that 
your sighted teenagers may not have, but that your blind teenagers do. And so being able to talk to uh, an experienced person in, in the field that they want to get into gives them confidence first. And then it also gives them some tangible strategies and tips and tricks in order to use uh, when they get to that point themselves. Yeah. I mean, those are questions we have to uh, ask ourselves and definitely want to get orientated. And I would say the restroom was on my top list when I <laughs> you know, try to find a place. Restroom cafeteria. Well, you no, know, it's not. But, you know, definitely those are things that uh, we have to ask ourselves, you know, before and how we're going to get to work. So talk to me about um, just teaching them those responsibilities of, you know, scheduling their own transportation, being on time and grooming themselves. I mean, at that age, you how important is that? Yeah, it's, it's, again, it's definitely important. If you want to get a job, uh, whether you're blind or sighted, you're going to have to be clean and well put together and get there on time and be able to shake somebody's hand and look them in the eye and all the things that uh, employers want to see. And so with our blind and visually impaired students, we have the youth services programs that we offer. One of those is STEP. One of those is uh, pre-employment transition services. Um, and then we do some consulting services and we really try to work with the student and the family uh, and meet them where they are. So some of them, uh, it's a good fit for them to come to STEP. Sometimes pre-ETS is a good fit. Sometimes consultation is a good fit. Uh, and sometimes there's other things that they need too, whether they just need to to talk to somebody about resources um, or adult services or services uh for their additional disabilities, we really try to, to individualize and customize depending on, you know, what their specific needs are. Right. So now let's, let's talk about STEP, Student Training and Employment Program. Talk to me about STEP and uh, how is STEP looking this year uh, with the whole COVID and everything that's going on in the world? Yeah, so STEP is uh, one of my favorite programs that we offer. Um, it's a great program that we've been offering in partnership with the Indiana School for the Blind and Visually Impaired for um, over 20 years now. And what we do is we uh, we in the school work together to provide a, an, a summer internship uh, opportunity for students. And there's some different selection criteria that we have, mostly that you need to be a blind or a low vision student in uh, the state of Indiana, ages 16 to 22. And generally, we bring the students to Indianapolis. They have the benefit of staying at the School for the Blind for the duration of the program. And we help them get that first summer job. Um, as I said earlier, sometimes that's a difficult thing to do for lots of reasons. And so we help remove some of those barriers for them. And we send them to work with a job coach to help them learn their job tasks and orientate and uh, answer employers' questions if possible. And then in the evenings for this program, we also have recreational activities and other lessons and things to really support their, their development as, as individuals, their blindness skills, their, their social skills, their travel skills, um, even sometimes their Braille skills, and, and just teaching them that there's lots of things that they can do both inside and outside of work to be full members of their community. You mentioned something that I think is important, uh, Braille. Talk to me about Braille literacy and just being able to communicate um, via Braille or even just, you know, using uh, technology right now, how important that is when uh, looking for a job or just being independent. Yeah, actually, there's some some research, and I may misquote it, but there's some research that says that uh, the blind of the blind people who do have jobs, I think 90% of them are Braille readers. Um, and, and even if my numbers are slightly off there. The point is that if you are a Braille reader, you're 
much more likely to be able to get a job and to keep that job because most jobs these days do require you to consume information and then also to share information. And the best way to do that for blind folks is generally, not not all the time, but generally is Braille. Um, so it's a really crucial part of being, you know, a literate employee. It is because, I mean, once you put your hand on it, uh, you actually can see it. I mean, we got all the audio stuff. Sometimes you have, you want that privacy as well. I mean, you want yeah, to just want sure. to, you know, have your own notes or your own journal or whatever it may be. But, and it goes back to, you know, being independent as well. So, you know, you know, Braille, you're able to travel up that elevator and push the right button or get up on the right floor. And once again, get to that restroom, you know, get Braille on the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't know yes. which one you're going into. You don't want to go into the wrong one, but Right. You know, so Braille plays a uh, key role. You know, you don't want to just, oh, well, which way is this way? You know, because then you look incompetent. And so you know, being confident within yourself all works out. So talk to me about just some some jobs that um, students have had in the past uh, with our STEP program. So our STEP program, we try really, really hard to meet students again where they are and to find jobs that that spark their interest. So we've had students in the past who are really interested in working with animals. And so we've had uh, partnerships with FACE and also Indianapolis Animal Care and Control where they've gone and gotten the chance to socialize with the animals and then also experience, you know, cleaning the cages because that's that's a big part of what needs to be done. Um, so they, <laughs> yep, exactly. That's that's that first job. You know, when you're the, a teenager and you get your first job, it's it's not always pretty. <laughs> so they've worked with animals. Uh, that's one area. We also have several uh, jobs that have to do with food service. A lot of students are interested in culinary arts and they want to learn how to cook and how to, uh, you know, prepare dishes and things. And so we've got had partnerships with Second Helpings um, to do that. We've also had students doing landscaping. Sometimes if students are interested in working outside or in the construction field or working with their hands, landscaping is a really nice opportunity for that. Um, and then we've had lots of various different office jobs where students got the chance to do some filing, um, to do some customer service, to do uh, even some cleaning and things there. So there's a real variety uh, each year. And again, we try to make those jobs match up with the students that, that we're working with and what their interests are. So there's no just set on, so no blind jobs out there. You know, there aren't any blind jobs, right? And I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Yes. <laughs> I was looking for them for years. I didn't find any because of my way, but cool, cool. So talk about our transition uh, program and uh, what, what they can consist of. Right. So in addition to STEP, um, which happens during the summer, during the school year, we work with the Pre-Employment Transition Services Program, or PRIETS, um, and we're one provider in among many in Indianapolis and in the state. Um, and we focus on students who are blind or visually impaired. So during the school year, we uh, work with them and their teachers to find some times where we can meet with them and talk about five required areas. And those areas all have to do with uh, careers and making sure that they're ready to, to leave high school. So we do career exploration, uh, work-based learning, which is internships or hands-on, you know, trying different jobs out. Workplace readiness, which can be anything from learning about resumes and cover letters to learning about budgeting, to learning about social skills, to even learning about 
you know, how to, how to make a sandwich. Cause if you're going to go to work, you need to be able to make your lunch. Um, and then we work on self-advocacy, which is knowing what your disability is, being able to talk about it, learning what your accommodations are, why you need those. And then uh, the last area that we work on with them as they get closer to graduation is figuring out if they're going to do any post-secondary education. So that could look like college in your traditional sense, but it could also look like other job training programs or trade training programs, apprenticeships, um, just any extra schooling that they want to look at after they graduate. And that's what we focus on, again, in, on an individual basis for each student throughout the school year. Okay. Well, talk to uh, how can an uh, individual sign up for STEP and uh, who do they need to contact to get, in, get involved? Yeah, so the applications are coming out very soon, so stay tuned. Um, and when the applications come out for this year, you can find those on Bosma.org on our website, or you can contact me directly, um, and I'll share my contact information here at the end. Um, this year, we are doing step a little bit differently. If you're familiar with the program, we have traditionally done a four-week uh, internship program. This year, we're going to do two two-week programs so that the groups can be smaller and we can have all the COVID, COVID precautions that we need to have. So those dates for this year, session one is June 21st through July 2nd. And then session two is July 12th through July 23rd. So for students this year, when you apply, you'll see on the application that we're asking you to select one of those two sessions um, so that you'll have a two week work experience this year. And again, we're just trying to do that to make sure that the groups are smaller and we can keep everything COVID safe. So that is how somebody would apply to STEP. Um, and if you have any questions or, or concerns about the program or you just wanna learn more, you're always welcome to, to reach out to Bosma in general and they'll get you in contact with me. Or you can uh, call me directly at 317-408-0649 and I'll be happy to share about the program. All right, sounds good. Well, thank you, Micah, for giving us all that great information about our student training and employment program, also known as STEP, and all the wonderful things you guys are doing in our rehab center. You guys do a lot. I mean, uh, the tour takes longer at the rehab center than the court because you guys do so much in that, in that building right there. So uh, keep up the good work. And if you guys want to learn more, definitely visit us at uh, Bosman.org. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud and follow us on all social media channels where you will find all this great information. And uh, once again, thank you. And I'll talk to you guys next week.